Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Welcome to a Thinking Person's Guide to Letter Kenny, the t- television series. I'm Dwight. And I'm Christy. And we are here as your guides through this project. Um, we are back, um, ostensibly our first episode, now a part B, due to some um, significant technical errors on my part that <laughs> led to the demise of not one, but in fact two recordings of this segment. Yeah, much to my chagrin. Um, and hopefully we have ironed those out and we're ready to roll. So we're going to jump back in with a brief synopsis or analysis of the first episode mm-hmm. ostensibly um focus on what did we learn from the first episode yeah yeah and then go on from there and to the second episode of the first series so without further ado then i'll turn it turn to christy and ask her what did you learn from the first episode well we you know the first episode is so much about learning and just getting the context of letter kenny and the show and the groups the town so and much. so we yeah. We really did learn about the different groups, and I don't know if we talked about that really enough in our first half of the episode. So we've got our, we've got our Hicks, mm-hmm. Wayne, Derry, Squirrely Dan, Katie. Mm-hmm. We've got our Skids, mm-hmm. which is Stuart, Devin. Yep, and rolled and rolled by name, and by a few name. others mm-hmm. that are omnipresent but have no speaking lines so yeah sort of like mime skits and i'm sure they if you look at the title cards they probably have names the characters but they mm-hmm. don't ever get referred to even mm-hmm. directly by any other character i don't think in a whole no i don't think so. so not yet or not that we've seen yeah it's pretty curious yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and and those two groups you know are one of the, the two biggest focal points in many respects the first um title card mentioned the the hockey players as mm-hmm. well, and, yes. and those are principally, especially in the early episodes, Riley and Jonesy. Mm-hmm. As the episodes go on, they add on more more people on in that side, most notably Shorzy in the not too distant fu- future. Mm-hmm. And then the, the initial card mentioned the Christians, and they sort of recede into the background with with the with the notable exception of Glenn, yes, right, Glenn. who remains mm-hmm. uh, a big part of all the many of the episodes going forward. But they don't, um, and there's really actually then a fifth group or a fourth group yeah. going forward, which yeah. uh, I remember you noted. Yeah, I would say that the, the townspeople, because mm-hmm. that's where you get your McMurray, who is obviously a, a hick when, you know, when we get to know him a little bit, well, it's obvious at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then you have these other townspeople like Gail, mm-hmm. who I love so much. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about her later. Um, and and then Glenn really becomes more of like a townsperson. Right. Like he falls into that group. And then we have, and then later we do get other groups. Um, but for now, this is, you know, and it's good to get to know all of the, uh, all of these different groups because they sort of set the scene throughout all, you know, the series. Yeah, and that remain most of the focal points, and 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 arguably the the Hicks are always the the center point of the episode. You yeah. Know? Um, and so yeah, we'll we'll probably have opportunity to flesh out that discussion about the character of all those groups and and the characters thereof. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the 
there is so much dumped on you in that first episode to to great effect i would argue it's enjoyable mm-hmm. um a bit overwhelming yes uh, i think we made mention but we should make mention again if we haven't um don't be afraid to turn on your closed captions oh you need the subtitles yeah i mean it they the word fly a mile a minute and mm-hmm. It's just different enough being Canadian English that uh, <laughs> there's some nuance there that can be easily lost on you and mm-hmm. uh, and being able to pick it up on the screen is and read along is invaluable and, yeah. and and you know we caught ourselves a number of times finding stuff that we hadn't heard or appreciated and then having the ability to go look it up or mm-hmm. follow through with other research yeah. you know especially the hockey language the boys Riley and Jonesy yeah. are just constantly flipping all these phrases at you. Then I presume if you played some hockey or you're, you know, you would know some of it, mm-hmm. but still it's, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, and you looked up some of that stuff. I remember yeah. And I, yeah. it's so much of it was just brand new. I mean, I've never, I'm not familiar with hockey lingo at all. So, and I can't even replicate it because they say everything so fast so and there's fast. such a, um, a rhythm to the way that mm. they talk like a, you know, it's very rhythmic yeah. um yeah so you know ostensibly they're you know they're the hockey players are their jocks yeah you know yeah they'd be analogous probably in many respects to, to yeah. football players stateside yeah not yeah. that they don't have football and can they do i know but it, you know hockey is much more their their central focus as a, a sports culture heck yeah in and for them and yeah so well as I say, we'll we'll probably circle back through this material and these discussions mm-hmm. at various points throughout the rest of the, our episodes. But for now, I guess we'll push on to the second episode of the first series, first yeah. season. All yeah, right, let's, great. let's talk about it. So, yeah, it's your honor to lead us in that discussion, so I look forward to it. Please, great. go right ahead. So, episode two of season one hmm. is Derry's Super Soft Birthday Party. Yes, it is. Which is quite the celebration um of dairy but also just of their friendship mm-hmm. um so within this episode we the major you know plot points are that we are we are watching Katie plan dairy's birthday party um she enlists the help of Riley and Jonesy mm-hmm. who um are supposed to go get the ingredients for the drinks although i think they are just looking for the actual drinks um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not looking for the ingredients. They're, they're just looking for the drinks. <laughs> they're not the Wait. they're not the sharpest pencils in the box. No, not at all. Um, and then we, while that is happening, and Katie is planning the party, um, we also learn that since Wayne is back to fighting, mm-hmm. there are numerous men within Letterkenny who have fancied themselves the toughest guy in Letterkenny. So now they have to fight Wayne since that was his previous title and he mm-hmm. would like it back. So we learn about a couple of different guys that he is going to fight. He ends up fighting three different guys throughout the episode. Um, we'll come back to that in a second. Um, so there's... And then we also learn that um we learn a little bit about Stuart um well we find that he has a bit of a crush on Katie so we we saw a look that he gives her in episode one and then we see that he's texting her during the birthday party mm-hmm. so that's something um and then we also learn 
becomes pretty clear that Squirrely Dan really loves to tell a good story. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, you start to sort of look forward to the fact that Squirrely Dan's probably going to have a story to tell every episode. They don't necessarily connect to the plot of the episodes. They're no. just these random stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, learning about that. Um, in fact, um, it is, this, the story this episode is about Squirrely Dan's cousin's ball injury. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and told in somewhat graphic detail. Nothing particularly triggering, I would say, but it's, they get into some details of the male anatomy that um, I was kind of amazed to learn about, in fact. I mean, and and if I could interject here, yes. that, that's one thing yeah. that stood out to me uh, as I reflected upon this episode again, opportunity to do, since we've recorded this now for the third time, uh, <laughs> I um, realized that the, 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 the scene in which they... They talk about this event, mm-hmm. and then the male anatomy as part of that is is one that we see repeated, not infrequently, where they, the three hip mm-hmm. men, are on the deck of, of Wayne's house mm-hmm. and waxing philo- philosophical about this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was, you know, in, in those instances, and, and, and several other, many others, in fact, around the produce stand or elsewhere... The 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 guys, uh, even though they are hicks, you know, and, and and sometimes that connotes or communicates this idea of somehow backward or less than mm-hmm. less than developed people. Right, like exactly, they all are possessed of a significant amount of knowledge and uh, quite erudite, in fact. So they, you know, they 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 exhibit this erudition on a on a regular basis and it, it, it's one of the kind of one of my private little joys in the series because you see these people that define some of the stereotypes about mm-hmm. them perhaps and yeah. and it leads to some you know pretty good comedy in the process this episode uh, included because um, this discussion kind of gets led by as you know Squirrely Dan mm-hmm. and his his uh storytelling um, acumen, uh, Derry picks up on it and contributes quite a bit too. Mm-hmm. But the the linchpin part of it, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, uh, comes when they're riffing back and forth and talking about varying parts of the the male anatomy, and they they end up focusing upon the seminal vesicles mm-hmm. as part of the mm-hmm. male undercarriage, so to speak. Male undercarriage. And uh, and Wayne goes, oh yeah, like the Florida State seminal vesticles. <laughs> and he waits a beat, and the other boys right? register, but nothing, right? No, there's no response. And then you see Wayne look off in the middle distance while they they go on back on their discussion of the the, the circumstance. And when all that concludes, then Wayne, quite miffed by this point, mm-hmm. you know, turns to them and and chides them for not appreciating his what he considered to be his funny joke. <laughs> At which point, then you see another moment where there's simply no response right. from either of the other boys, and it's just a a, a brilliant little comic turn of the, the and, and and kind of true to life in my experience among mm-hmm. those types of communities of of well 
you know, well-connected friends mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. take the piss out of each other, but not always by belittling or badgering one yeah. another. Sometimes just in this way of like yeah. Yeah. looking the other way when they do something or ignoring your your funniest side. Mm-hmm. And as a means, I think, you know, in this case, I believe so, you know, to, to essentially put someone in their place or to say, oh, that, you know, you're not yeah, all that. That's not fact, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did enjoy that in this instance. But, yeah. and I, but I did appreciate the... Sem- Florida State Seminole Vesticles as a as a <laughs> as a comedy line, nevertheless. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I um, I think I disrupted your. your oh no, that's your, okay. Your we, synopsis. This is what we do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and I think you know while we're here, we should just talk about that. I think it's it's interesting because it shows the that the dynamics of their group. It's not even though Wayne is the alpha, the lead. He's yeah. not going to bully them or they're not going to be sort of kowtowed into laughing at a joke just because he thinks it's funny. And I like that. Um, Although he's not above the, the, the illusion to violence, <laughs> but we never see any evidence and actually no real movement in that direction. Mm-hmm. But um, they'll occasionally, you know, he'll, he, as, as friends do also in this context, they'll, yeah. they'll faint in that direction. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but nothing ever comes of it in the series for sure. So absolutely. So, so, okay. So to get back to a little bit more synopsis. So, uh, when we learn that Wayne is back to fighting, we learn that he's going to end up having to fight three people. Mm-hmm. He's going to fight Sled Ted, mm-hmm. Rat Ass, yeah, and Joint Point. Names, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also appropriately named. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, um, so each of them calls the house to set up their appointment to fight Wayne. Mm-hmm. And Wayne's re- and they call on the house phone, which is great. Um, Wayne tells them, end of the laneway, don't come up the property. And... Um, so each person is going to show up at the end of the laneway Mm -hmm. and there's a this is where we i enjoy that there are so many routines within this series right and one of them is when wayne is going to fight so especially when it's this scenario it's um okay the phone call happens and then we've got then they the three of them go to the table and they do a shot And then they go outside, and once he gets outside, he takes another swig, then does his fighting, and as soon as he's done fighting, lights a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And there's there's just a a pattern to it, which I, I like watching that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and of course, he, you know, he wins, he beats Sled Ted, he beats Rat Ass, who has just so much... So much body hair. So much body hair. It's disturbing. Um, And then we are, we don't see the fight with Joint Boy until later. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get to the last fight, so before the party, um, we do make a discovery in the plot that is important because it introduces a story that will stay with us through the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're discussing all of the men that Wayne is going to have to fight, Derry says, well, should we, you know, do we need backup for <laughs> especially Joint Boy, the fight with Joint Boy, because right. he's going to bring his uncles, or not his uncles, his... <laughs> yeah, his backup, his, his boys, <laughs> who 
I think Squirrely Dan yeah. describes as what? It's like surly uncles. <laughs> a bunch yeah. of surly uncles. It's <laughs> yeah. a great description, and they do kind of fit the bill when yeah. you finally do see them <laughs> later on. They, uh, um, yeah. And so Derry says, you know, should we call for backup? Should we call the ginger? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, that's a hard no. Right. From, <laughs> from Wayne. And um, we learn that because um, the ginger has fucked an ostrich. Allegedly. That's right. Squirrely Dan really wants to make sure. At every point that he he interjects with allegedly, he must feel he doesn't want to slander anybody in public. (laughs) Right. Um, Maybe he has a prior history with court cases with him. Yeah, or just afraid of the ginger. Um, Yeah. Which sounds like justifiably so. Yes, yes. So that's the introduction to that story. But yeah, then that story only builds and Mm -hmm. repeats itself. Never really goes anywhere dramatically. But it remains as sort of a side that that crops up from time to time to to significant comedic effect, I would argue. I, yeah, I agree. I think it's a... I, I like it. Like, mm-hmm. I like that it's an ongoing story. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous. It's so right. absurd. And people are made so uncomfortable by it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, no, we can't call the ginger. We can't have him near us because he fucked an ostrich. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so then we are at the birthday party. It's officially the party. We've got a horse who's dressed like a unicorn, mm-hmm. um, which... Somehow they were able to get him because last year they had sent him back drunk and the horse's owner didn't want to let him party with them again. Um, But Katie figured it out. Um, So we've got the horse dressed like a unicorn. We've got streamers. We've got party hats. We've got everyone wearing feather boas. We've got a cupcake station, cupcake decorating station. We've got very fruity drinks. And I mean fruity in the sense of actual fruit. Um, and all this is all this is arrayed in the barnyard <laughs> at uh, right. at Wayne and Katie's farm, mm-hmm. which just paints a very fun incongruous picture with this mm-hmm. super soft birthday <laughs> event and, and amongst all the barns and, right. and farm equipment and stuff. But, yeah, you no, know. not a super soft setting. No, not necessarily, <laughs> but super soft birthday nevertheless. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, I guess uh, there's a couple of things that come out of the the, yeah. the birthday itself, right? Yeah. I mean, not the least of which is we learn that although this is put on by by Katie and Wayne mm-hmm. for Derry's birthday, uh-huh. it's actually more properly done for Wayne and Katie. Yes, that they didn't get the luxury of having birthday parties themselves as in their youth, so mm-hmm. they always sort of um, used Derry's birthday as an excuse to. Indulge in an adulthood, evidently they're doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, so it continues on. Yeah, and right? it's it's really cute that he lets them do that yeah. when he makes it clear that he doesn't want the super doesn't soft birthday parties right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cute that they take this opportunity to celebrate him slash celebrate each other. Yeah, and have this just sort of like, I mean, because their lives are not super soft. And yeah. they get this day to just celebrate right. in this super soft way. And I think yeah. it's really, it's really cute. Absolutely. Yeah. So at the very beginning of the birthday party, that's when Joint Boy rolls up. Yeah. And Wayne isn't sure if he should fight him because he doesn't want to disrupt this party that Katie has organized. Mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, an important 
day in their year. Um, Katie gives permission and says not to lose. And he does fight Joint Boy and wins. Mm -hmm. And um, so now that means that Wayne is officially the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Right. So that's good. Title re-earned. He's okay. Um, And I think one of the best parts of their fight is that as soon as they finish, Mm -hmm. Wayne helps Joint Boy up. And then asks him if he wants to come to the birthday party. Yeah, and yeah. and that's something that is a is also an ongoing um, idea that you can fight somebody, mm-hmm. but as soon as it's done, you can be friends with them again. Yeah, these are not permanent. No, right? You know, um, antagonistic relationships. No, there is never. You know, any of the any of the violences are ne- or, or episodes of fighting and stuff are never reconciled ultimately as or or do they linger on i guess better said yeah. they don't they 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 um they're resolved in the moment and mm-hmm. almost invariably the person the losing party is welcomed back into the fold and mm-hmm. and, done, and 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 they seemingly um do so without any you know, hard feelings or any, you know, reservations about yeah. it. It's simply, you know. Yeah, the relationships, the friendships right. move on. They don't. Yeah, and I think we speculated at one point, does this have anything to do with the, any connection with um, fighting in hockey? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. there something to that, that, you you know, fighting is part of the sport there? It's, it's accepted. Um, but, you know, the fight's over and you, you know, although in some respects that's sort of contradicts because uh, no hockey players do. Many of them yeah, cheap. do you hold grudges. Yeah, yeah. do you know? Or, you hear about fights yeah. spanning, ga- mm-hmm. you know, games and seasons, yeah. or even yeah. careers where people square off and then square off again because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. some sort of lingering animosity. Mm-hmm. But so that may be a that may be a spurious, you know, connection on our part. But yeah, but nevertheless, and I think it's it's the 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 series's credit that it doesn't. It doesn't let those things fester. It doesn't make that a, a big plot point in any way that the, 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 the violence or the fighting ever begets worse. It doesn't escalate. Mm-mm. It never gets, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, the and the fighting, at, at one point, in our conversation, we have referred to it as, it's almost cartoonish. Yeah. It's like right. a caricature of yeah. a fight, yeah. right? Right. Um, there's, like you said, like there's no... There's no lingering effects in the relationships and friendships, and there's no lingering. There are no lingering physical effects. It's not right. like somebody walks in the next episode with their arm in a sling right. or in the next scene, you know. So that's it. Does have that sort of cartoonish feel? Yeah, which I think sort of, you know, undermines to a degree the extent to which you know we were also um, made a little bit unsettled, at least initially, by the violence, for fear that it would end up, you know accelerating into some form of glorification mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. and i think i you know I, we've talked about it several times now throughout the course of the series and and i i've resigned myself to the idea that i don't necessarily think it does glorify violence for the reasons you mentioned yeah it, I... it presents it in a in a cartoonish fashion it doesn't there are no lingering physical effects mm-hmm, of it it's mm-hmm. it's part of the plots but it's played on that level of um for laughs, you know, mm-hmm. for, for, for joy. Yeah. Um, it's done in a humorous way. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean probably, you know, people smarter than me would 
find some reason to to have you know take yeah. exception to it. I and could I, I could definitely see how some people would be made uncomfortable by the mm-hmm. amount of fighting, yeah. or you know, if someone is like. I mean, I definitely have friends who I would say, you won't enjoy this show. There's a lot of fighting, mm-hmm. and you're put off by that. Yeah. Um, but which is partially, I think, you know, we we like the 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 fart jokes, the ball jokes, the the bodiness of it, um, and the fighting is is part of that. Yeah, you know, right. it's that's a part of like the physical nature of the show. The right. you know the lowbrow part of it. And that's the curious thing, and that maybe as much as anything at this point, you know, of our analysis, why I was drawn to this is you mm-hmm. have you know in line with what we already mentioned, the 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 erudition of the uh, many of the characters mm-hmm. is you have these two alternate poles between which they continue attacking back and forth which is on one end a, a lot of insight and a lot of philosophy mm-hmm. and a lot of you know good life lessons um and knowledge mm-hmm. and on the other a lot of dick and fart jokes yeah. and like you say um and fighting being on the on the latter pole too yeah. more the the more base side of things yeah. but providing perhaps perhaps i'm speculating here uh, an antidote or a, you know a, a counterweight to the mm-hmm. to the other stuff the yeah. the, the, the higher brow stuff yeah. Yeah. it can get heavy in some hands or or could if it was the only focus would, yeah. would certainly get tiresome yeah but yeah. i guess maybe you know and i'm no uh, obviously no screenwriter or have no real comic chops in that regard but perhaps that's what you're going for in some regards mm-hmm. if you want to craft a an artful tale is tacking back and forth between mm-hmm. those those all mm-hmm. poles in an in a yeah. alternate productive fashion. Yeah, you got to hit it all. Yeah, yeah. perhaps. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, um, glorified a little bit to be mm-hmm. sure. Probably not for everyone for that reason. Yeah. If you yeah. feel that you know that doesn't suit you, um, would would maybe not recommend this show for you. Um, but if you can see past that, or if it doesn't end up being a big hang up for you, then um, it's it's it. It's fun. Oh, it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So back to our yeah, our right? episode here. Um, I think, and really, that's that's sort of the end of the the episode. Um, mm, more or less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is no. There's another scene that we should talk about where mm. Derry and Squirrely Dan are are sitting and talking about uh, coke or meth. I'm. I think. I think it's cocaine. I think it's cocaine. Yeah, I think um, it's cocaine. They call lot, it schneef. Yeah, they call it schneef. Which I never heard before. No, but no. that's all they refer to it as. Yeah. And yeah, and, and this actually becomes another recurrent uh-huh. discussion yeah. between those two almost exclusively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it appears at, at least two or three other times in the rest of the mm-hmm. series. And to be honest with you, I didn't understand it then for its comedic effects fully uh, and I, mm-hmm. I still don't now no I, and actually you know i know we've in other podcasts that we've listened to people have said that um there's i don't know like they there are certain episodes that they're not a fan of for me the thing that i'm not really a fan of is is the cocaine references mm-hmm. there's so much of it um, and I don't feel that it really pushes anything forward, Yeah. but I'm no. wondering if maybe I'm missing something or maybe if like, like, you know, this small town, maybe it's part of, you know, being a small town and they're having drug problems and, you right. know, so, so I feel like I'm not the expert to say, I mean, I guess if I could, if I could speculate on that, I mean, mm-hmm. again, probably getting, reading way too much into this, but you know, cocaine is, you know, largely associated with 
upper middle class experience, mm. drug of choice there. Mm -hmm. So again, yeah. if you were to say it had a place, perhaps in this overall yeah. array of topics and, and characters is, again, it's, it's, it's associated with, again, also more urbane. Yeah, yeah. Right? Cocaine and, and, and other drugs of choice would more associated with rural and working mm -hmm. class folks. Yeah. Um, so cocaine being, you know, used by the Hicks. Right. Uh, seemingly quite a often. Lot. Yeah. Not, not that you ever see it in this film. No, no. It's all alluded to but as it's, having previously right, yeah. happened. Oh, I've had in a In their blah, youth, blah, 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 blah. right? Yeah. Right. So these yeah. these men are what? Arguably in their early 30s? Yeah, I think they're late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, so yeah. they allude to it, but it's always referred to as having happened in the past. Yeah, yeah. And you never see any evidence of it um, in the film that I or the show that I recall. But, mm -mm. but um, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's part of this incongruity that these are, you know, Hicks living in rural Ontario, but they're also yeah. not separate from, or, or maybe you know, maybe in a contradictory way, they're actually enmeshed in these more urbane or cosmopolitan yeah. practices that yeah. we, that we wouldn't necessarily anticipate. That I, I think that could. I'm going to agree with you that that could be part of why that's happening. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. And that might give it, you know, I'm not, you know, because I didn't particularly enjoy it, like I said. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not, I don't revel in that, the those sections no. of the episodes. No. But maybe that's why it's it's justifiable in, yeah. in another way. Yeah. And there is wordplay involved in that whole Right. Back and forth. And that is the funny part to me yeah. is how they, it's mm. the wordplay that they have back and forth. Right, right. And so that is, that is smart. Mm. Um, so, you know, whatever. Okay. Mm. Moving on from that. Right. Um, but what we, so, you know, they've had the party, there are cupcakes made, there are drinks have been had and, and yeah, I drinks? said drinks have been had. Uh, okay. Drinks have been drinking. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> and what I really enjoy about the episode is that it shows their love for each other. Nah. Just and I, you know, I said yeah. that essentially earlier, but I just really like that. Um, yeah, they just have this this day where they just sort of they celebrate dairy, but really celebrate themselves. And yeah, yeah. I think it's really sweet. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was um, that was going to be one of my responses to the question: What we learned from this episode? Ah, you know? yes, yeah. And and that's. We do learn that because that wasn't so obvious in the first episode. Mm -hmm. We already mentioned when we talked about it how there was, you know, this little bit of antagonism between uh -huh. Derry and Katie. Yeah, that was never ever explained, and and it it be, they begin this episode with it. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. When, when Derry when Derry wants to get rid of it mm -hmm. or doesn't want them to do the birthday this year, and mm -hmm. and you get the similar degree of antagonism between, but through it, as you know. You see more of their appreciation of him and their actual love for mm -hmm. one another, mm -hmm. and and by the end of this episode, I really think that antagonism dissolves as a poor part gone. of any of the yeah. pl plot going forward. Yeah, you know? yeah, we don't see it moving right. forward. So yeah. that is a like a a character development yeah. that um, to see their relationship change, which is good because I I like. Yeah. I like them being friends more than I like there being some antagonism between the two of them. Yeah. It works better if they're all, you know, this, like, family unit. Right. To, I mean, you know, in it together. Yeah, and we already noted they do do a little bit of that um, stuff where they take the piss out of one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in that the, the mini aside where on the, on the deck we alluded mm -hmm. to earlier. Mm -hmm. 
But again, it's that's done subtly. It's not the it's not the one upsmanship. It's mm-hmm. not it's not doing the dozens. It's not no. it's not you know this um, belittling and badgering that some you know honestly some male groups yeah, can get into male, yeah. and, and and revel in. Yeah, and, I mean, and 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 that that honestly that gets tiresome in my yeah. to my evaluation. So yeah, I mean, I would say that this is a group of men who do not have. A toxic relationship with each other. Right. And that's right. pretty revelatory. You know, you don't see a lot of that where, you know, it's it's yeah. men in a relationship, friendship, and they're just they're truly they're truly friends who really get along with each other and have a deep appreciation and push each other forward and have deep talks and then also talk about you know dicks and farts yeah so, yeah absolutely yeah no it, it it it's fun for that reason and and they're um they do support one another and then you know episode upcoming episode of, of wingman wayne is a good example <laughs> of that we'll have mm-hmm. cause to talk about that next time around mm-hmm. and and yeah, you know, so I, I, along with you, I learned that in this episode. Uh, we, things, other things I learned that, um, that we can carry forward. Um, we get the first uh, evidence, first introduction of the term hard no. Mm, yep, that hard no. By Wayne, it becomes a, a, a very common turn of phrase mm-hmm. throughout the, the episode. I'd heard it before uh, used in circles, but not commonly. I've never heard it right? before. No, yeah. they, they throw it out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Another one we hear that repeats itself, uh, begins in this episode, is you don't fuck with tradition. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's initially <laughs> tossed out by Katie in response to Derry's wish to to not mm-hmm. have the super soft birthday right. this year. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, uh, for my notice, um, was the term give your balls a tug. Yeah. Which, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what that actually means in you know in most detail, but it means check yourself, I guess. Or, yeah, I mean, you know. I think it means just remember. I mean, it's it's a very heteronormative statement, right? Uh, and very you know yeah. gender uh, like Eurocentric gender role statement. Uh, but you know, make sure you're still a man down there. Get yeah. your balls a tug. Yeah. That's how I. Oh, view okay. It. Yeah. That's how I, I saw it. Like uh, literally, check down there. They there? Give them a tug. Okay. All right. Now you remember you're a man. Oh. Move on. Oh, I I guess I didn't didn't read it that way. Oh, I, how did you read it? I read it, like, give your balls a tug. Give yourself a reality check. Get get yourself back in. Oh. In order. See, I went super physical. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was I was a little more metaphorical. Like yeah. this is a chance to you know get yourself straight, yeah, sort things out. But I'm not you know I have to think about that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that again. Yeah, yeah. as we go forward, because yeah. like I say that 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 gets repeated quite often. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as we go through, um, another thing to notice you, you see the introduction of puppies. Yes. In this episode, mm-hmm. that is, is a recurrent theme throughout um all all the characters love of dogs but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> wayne's german shepherds mm-hmm. most prominent among them mm-hmm. which becomes an old a plot point for several episodes later on uh-huh. at least uh-huh. one where, yeah yeah um so we'll see that come up again in the not too distant future and yeah i guess that that those are the things that stood out most for me but mm-hmm. um yeah good synopsis Christy, that was Thank you that was so fun. very much, yes. Toledo. 
Yeah, so I guess we have come to the end of this here episode, yeah, right? wrap her up. Nailed it. So unless I delete it again. Yeah, don't delete it. Or actually fail to save it, mm-hmm. more properly speaking, then you'll be able to hear it. And we won't have to record it for a fourth time. <laughs> but we will be back again soon mm-hmm. um, with a episode two of our overall podcast. And that'll be us discussing season one, episodes three and four. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. right. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll look forward to talking to you then. All right. See you later, guys. Take care.